Summary Chapter 2 Induce the spirit of inquiry The life of every man is a diary in which he means to write one story and writes another and his humblest hour is when he compares the volume as it is with what he vowed to make of it James M Barry To change our quality of our living we need to change our habitual questions to quality questions It's your question which determines your thought Children are master questioners Successful people ask better questions and as a result they get better answers Invite curiosity questions for getting insights and solutions The questions that we ask can shape our perception of who we are what we are capable of achieving what we are willing to do to achieve our dreams often our resources are limited only by the questions we ask ourselves and others that nature is fair with everyone is a fact we do not realize we need to blow away our perceptions rules and dogmas by the power of questioning and introspection for the magic to happen self enquiry can actually awaken the hidden potential in us analyze one's life as though in a mental laboratory examine the perceptual current of emotions and thoughts that arise within us and penetrate to the heart of aspirations and dreams hopes and despairs dive deep into the mute cravings of the inner self it is necessary to correct wrong thinking and bad attitudes hasten to develop positive habits for balanced living to consider dispassionately one's fault is very difficult but one can assess these shortcomings without developing an inferiority complex by using the personal learning journal profitably progress in life is very subtle never say you are not progressing develop self confidence by conquering weakness the greatest evidence of growth lies in deep inner effort to go upstream against one's old habits and towards the source of lasting happiness as we dig our own personal well we may eventually reach the underground from which a basic unity springs truly scrutinize your life find out what it really amounts to and then take steps to make it all it ought to be remember our staying power is not as great as our starting power Every day try to be happier than the day before. That is the standard for measuring success. Few references for further reading. Effective life management by Swami Amartyananda. Self-knowledge through self-inquiry. A golden jubilee publication 
of Bhagwan Ramana. The Learning Journal, Margaret James Neal. Chapter 3 Work on your habits to create the change you are seeking. Make it a point to do something every day that you don't want to do. This is the golden rule for acquiring the habit of doing your duty without pain. Mark Twain When I started writing this book, the question very close to my heart was what made an individual successful? Is it right education or right contacts? Is it being born in the right family? Is it right leadership or is it fate? The search for an answer ended when I read the book written by Stephen Covey. The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It's a highly impactful book. The equivalent of an entire library on success literature. This millennium requires knowledge and soft skills of a different type for success. The knowledge are the three new R's, namely respect, responsibility and rhythm. And Stephen Covey has brought this out in his books. The soft skills are spirit of inquiry and spirit of awareness, which is brought out in this book. Life is balanced, living is not. Respect is re-inspect, re-look at how we have understood who we are, where we are heading and how we are living. Respect leads to knowledge. Responsibility is, as Stephen Covey says and defines, ability to choose response. Responsibility leads to choosing rightly in every transaction. Rhythm is all about joy, music, harmony and balanced living. Covey also mentions in the book The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People that one of his favorite essays is Common Denominators of Success written by Albert Ian Gray I made a sincere attempt to locate and read this essay I would like to share the secret which Albert Gray discovered in his journey I quote of course, like most of us, I had been brought up on the popular belief that secret of success is hard work. But I had seen so many men work hard without succeeding and so many men succeed without working hard that I became convinced that hard work did not lead to real success. Even though, in most cases, it might be one of the critical components. The common denominator of success 
the secret of success of every man who has ever been successful lies in the fact that he has formed a habit of doing things that a failure doesn't like doing the things that failures don't like to do are the very things that you and i and other human beings including successful men naturally don't like to do in other words we have got to realize right from the start that success is something which is achieved by the minority of men and is therefore unnatural and not to be achieved by following the natural likes and dislikes nor by being guided by natural preferences and prejudices unquote i started applying the common denominators of success and it transformed my outlook towards life take for example in my own teaching profession to be a successful professor one needs to read research contemplate and prepare a lot of material every time one goes into the classroom but a lot of senior professors enter the classroom without adequate preparation therein is the problem routine sucks your energy and enthusiasm one need to approach every experience which unfolds in a life from the beginner's perspective curious and unsure of the outcome but yet prepare then there would not be even a single dull moment very seldom do we realize that to attain health and wisdom in our life our success depends upon the battle between our good and bad habits we ourselves are the creator of our good or bad moments one of the famous singers in india lata mangeshkar was asked the secret of a singing talent she said right from early childhood i had made a habit of getting up early morning for my practice sessions it was very difficult when my friends were sleeping in the wee hours of the morning and i was at my practice session she further added when i did not practice for a day i was able to make out when i did not practice for more than 2 days my teacher was able to make out and when i did not practice for more than a week my audience was able to make out mother's bitter lesson there was once a little boy who lived in an indian small village with his rich and overindulgent mother his father had died when he was very young leaving him wholly dependent on the widowed mother's care she was greatly attached to him and she tried to fulfill his every desire being so blinded by her love she thought 
he was perfect and could do no wrong even when he misbehaved after a while the little boy began to attend the local village school he was so mischievous that in a short time the whole school knew of this pest the mother turned a deaf ear to the complaints of the teacher and the neighbors and could find no fault with a boy so pure in estimation the boy grew worse day by day he began stealing articles from his friends one day he stole a costly silver bracelet from a classmate he hurriedly got away from school and raced to the welcoming arms of his mother she began to shower him with kisses and embraces he could scarcely get her attention so great was her affection at last when mother's effusion of affectionate words ceased the boy said mother i tried to tell you but you would not let me i wanted the silver bracelet that my friend was wearing and so cleverly unnoticed i picked it from my friend's wrist during play the mother just gave the remorseful son a great big hug and said you wanted it very much and so i cannot scold you for taking it the son was extremely astonished that he received caresses instead of the expected and well deserved scolding encouraged the boy started stealing other costly valuables from his classmates matter do so bad that the village teachers called a special meeting of all the instructors and after heated discussions voted to expel the spoiled child from school the mother's intentions were all right but due to her erroneous methods the boy as he grew older became a professional thief when he grew to manhood he became a criminal and joined a crime syndicate scientifically planning and working out many crimes the neighbors began to find their cattle and chickens missing and other neighboring villagers began to lose their silverware and other valuable articles from their home there was great commotion and vigilance were appointed to apprehend the thief the son now an expert thief became bolder and bolder because he was able to elude detection as no one can forever hide his wrong doing and no one can fool all the people all the time the criminal ran into a trap laid for him by the outraged villagers he was flogged by the angry villagers and remanded to jail there was a hasty hearing and all the rich mother's attempts to save him failed her wicked son was sentenced to 10 years of rigorous imprisonment for his confessed crimes of about 50 thefts as the son was being led to jail he made a last request he wanted to whisper a secret in his mother's ear the mother came to her son 
and placed her right ear in front of the son's mouth. No sooner was this done than the son sprang and bit the ear of his howling mother with his saw-like teeth. After many punches and kicks from the policeman, he let go of his mother but only after biting off a piece of her ear. As the mother cursed and wailed, the son, with great satisfaction in his eyes, cried out, Remember this bitter lesson. If you had scolded me and corrected my habit when I stole the first silver bracelet of my friend, today I would not have to go to jail and serve ten years of hard labor. We must work on our habits to create the change we are seeking. Pause, reflect and scribble. Why habits are important for balanced living? Habits are automatic mental machines installed by man to exercise economy in the initial use of willpower and effort required for specific actions. Habits make the performance of such actions easier. Were it not for habits, one would have to learn anew every day how to wash, dress, eat and walk. The power of habits rules the day, today actions of the average person. A good many people let their whole life go by making repeated good resolutions to improve without ever succeeding in establishing and following new patterns of thought, habits and action. More often than not, we find ourselves doing not what we wish to do, but what we are accustomed to doing. Every time you fail to do the right thing, you fill the habit of doing the wrong thing. A person is a combination of nature and nurture. Our nature is our innate talent and the genes that we are born with. We are not left with any choice in accepting or rejecting them. But nurture is what is absorbed by training and skill developed by practicing. It is within our power to mold and achieve the best in life through habits. Habit formation is an important part of our nurturing. Habits are actions which are so internalized by frequent repetition that we have an involuntary tendency to perform them. We are creatures of habits, finding pleasures in what we have been used to doing. Once a practice becomes a habit, we can be sure that we are unlikely to lose it. So what we lack by nature, we have to supplement by nurture. So in the long road to success, 
do cultivate some important positive habits because they are powerful factors in our lives. Only a changed man can bring about change in the world. In due course of time, we start developing influence over our family members, business colleagues, community and social circles because of a strong, confident personality. It is not only the to-do list which is important, it is also important to adhere to a not-to-do list for your progress and success. Pause, reflect and scribble.